welcome to this week's episode of the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Robert Hashizumi, Senior Analyst at the Hartman Group. Today I'm joined by my Hartman Retainer Services colleague and consultant, Hannah Kim. Hi Robert, I'm so happy that we get to do this BTS podcast together. Yep, same here. So Hannah, BTS has become this global phenomenon able to influence music, dance, and now food trends. They've broken so many records with their music and videos over the past few years, such as having three number one albums in one year, the previous band to do this was the Beatles, reaching number one in over 100 countries around the world, according to Apple iTunes, breaking the record for most views on YouTube in 24 hours with 108 million views, with their total video views being 12 billion views across all their uploads, and how about performing for the entire week as musical guests on the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show? Has any other guest ever done that before? So to match a record held by the Beatles, yes, the Beatles with Sir Paul McCartney and John Lennon, accomplish all these other feats, you must be doing something very special that resonates with the entire planet, right? So I understand you, Hannah, have followed K-pop for a bit. Perhaps you could give our listeners a primer on K-pop and how it has become a global phenomenon with recent acts like BTS and Blackpink. Yeah, for sure. I think um, when you think about K-pop, it really boomed um, back in the late 90s when a group called Subteji and the boys released their breakout track called Nan Arayo, which means I know in English. So this was um, on the top of Korean music chart for almost straight 17, 17 weeks, which is unheard of. Um, and Subteji uh-huh. and the Boys was the first successful band that brought the whole idol culture to South Korea and an entertainment agency began to recruit more young talents, um, providing them with like really intensive training and creating bands like H.O.T., Jexkiss, G.O.D., Pinker or S.E.S. I mean, you can almost think of them as a Korean version of Backstreet Boys or NSYNC and Spice Girls um, in the Western world. So then about um, 2000 year comes, um, Haryu, which means the Korean wave, started to become a more of a global culture. So when you think about everything from K-dramas to skin resumes to delicious Korean food to K-pop music was um, you know, introduced to the whole international communities. And I think the, one of the earliest South Korean artists that, would, um, that had a hit, um, the Billboard chart was back in 2009 by a group called Wonder Girls. Um, and since then, other artists like Girls' Generation, Big Bang, To Anyone, and Twice have had a hit at a larger scale, helping K-pop to become increasingly visible to the whole global audience. And of course, most recently, the artists like Sai, who had the biggest hit with, you know, his Gangnam style. Right. Um, I mean, he ranked up uh, more than three billion views on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. Like. These kind of um, artists have pretty much opened up the whole international gates for artists like BTS and Blackpink to succeed. And I think, you know, ultimately what really sets apart BTS from other artists group is their ability to connect with the younger generations at many different levels, conveying messages beyond just like, you know, love and relationship stories and bringing up difficult, um, authentic real life issues through their music. 
Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I know so many bands typically sing about love songs, heartbreak, and relationships. Whereas I know BTS names their albums with titles such as Love Yourself and sing about sensitive topics such as bullying, elitism, and mental health. So their songs about self-love, overcoming challenges, and being hopeful seem to resonate with many youth around the globe. And our health and wellness studies are always showing younger consumers like Gen Z managing anxiety at almost double the rate of boomers. So I can see Gen Z gravitating to their positive message and making up a large part of their fan base, or ARMY as they are called. So since our expertise is in food and beverage, let's take a look at recent events where BTS and their global fan base dramatically influenced the food world. So our first example is McDonald's. So last year, McDonald's collaborated with the musician Travis Scott for the first celebrity meal since Michael Jordan last had the McJordan sandwich way back in 1992. And that was followed by the Jay Balvin signature meal that also had great success. Then BTS collaborated with the fast food giant in the US and in about 50 countries worldwide this past May with their special BTS meal consisting of a Coke, medium fries, 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and new limited edition chili and sweet Cajun sauces. So these, these items were said to be picked by BTS and inspired by McDonald's in South Korea. So collaborating with young artists and creators became huge for fast food giants in 2020 and is continuing strong in 2021. These deals help young brands connect with Gen Z consumers and often end up on social media and trends on TikTok, which is where these young consumers hang out. Yes, I mean, some astonishing number here. Um, the BTS influence at McDonald's was impressive with global sales figures, increasing a whopping almost 41% in Q2 compared to the same time um, last year, which we were still in the pandemic. But what is more impressive is how this 7%, um, this is 7% higher than the pre-COVID era of Q2 um, in 2019. Right. Um, you know, in, in the U.S., uh, you know, the results were just as impressive with the sales climbing 26% in the quarter and then 15% on a two-year basis, while the net sales rose about 57% to $5.89 billion. You know, some places experienced so much high demand with the BTS meals that in countries like Indonesia, they have to close some of their McDonald's location due to a huge frenzy demand for the BTS meal. I mean, we're still going through the pandemic and apparently delivery workers were piling into the store to pick up their orders and the whole crowd of them couldn't maintain the social, social distancing of six feet right. among, you know, the other deliveries, uh, delivery drivers. So um, also in, you know, when you think about South Korea, uh, Nuggets sales were also skyrocketed by increasing 250% during promotional period. And another astonishing figure here is that in Philippines, there were reported a booming sales, you know, increase of McNuggets of 1000%, which is just incredible. Yeah, wow. Those sales are hot enough to melt butter, so to speak. <laughs> well, speaking of which, did you know one of the most popular songs of the summer in the U.S. has been number one on Billboard charts for over nine weeks and is named after a dairy product? 
Yes. Butters, <laughs> yeah, Butter is the name of their hit song, and it is BTS's fourth number one song in the past year. With Butter, they broke the YouTube record for most views in a 24-hour period with 108 million views, and it was number one in over 100 countries, topping the charts outside the U.S. and South Korea, Germany, Spain, Mexico, and Israel, to name a few countries. And Butter figures prominently within their music video with the opening lyric of Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover, which of course <laughs> is a, which is a tribute to the king of pop, Michael Jackson. And you can also see within the video a pad of butter on a nice stack of pancakes with maple syrup. And at the end of the video, you see BTS member J-Hope eat a pad of butter, which is pretty good free advertising for the butter and dairy industry, which have been less trendy than their plant-based product counterparts, counterparts recently. <laughs> yeah, so the Butter single was released in May, specifically on May 21st. And according to um, Ellen Bigar, um, chief of who is the chief of communications for the American Butter Institute and National Milk Producer Federation, um, the week after the release, U.S. butter sales volume jumped 30% higher than the same week in 2019. Wow. And just to point out, we're comparing to 2019, um, it, which is the uh, a data from a syndicated database from a research firm called IRI. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's just to compare the baseline um, w that's uh, not influenced by the COVID. So um, Bigar went on to praise the BTS for spreading awareness through their hit single claiming, you know, it obviously doesn't hurt to have your product associated with the our group really the biggest spin on the global band's song of the summer. Yeah, that's amazing. So any good publicity to make a product look cool and appetizing to younger consumers obviously helps the dairy category since our 2021 health and wealth, health and wellness research shows Gen Z consumers are more likely to eat plant-based products more than boomers. And there's another dairy category where BTS is alleged to have helped sales and that is dairy milk. So last year, BTS released Dynamite, which became the band's first number one single in the United States. In the music video and subsequent Twitter promotion, Dairy Milk figures prominently. So in the opening scene, we see BTS member Jungkook grab a glass of milk, take a sip, and wipe off his milk mustache while singing, shoes on, get up in the morn, cup of milk, let's rock and roll. So, <laughs> So it is almost like he and the music video are sponsored by the, the milk industry. So incidentally, this video has over 1.2 billion views on YouTube in about a year. Wow. Yeah, so um, Jungkook tweeted those lyrics too when he posted a photo of himself holding a glass of milk and got 2.4 million likes. The milk industry did take notice with this, you know, Got Milk campaign, you know, the um, ad campaign that encourages the consumption of milk with their yeah. Milk Mustache ad. Right. Um, pretty much we tweeted uh, the photo and captioning with, does Jungkook start his day with a cup of milk or do we start our day with him? You know, apparently mm -hmm. this uh, campaign got um, fans drinking milk with the sales of milk in the U.S. reportedly surging 1.62 percent, according to the Trading Economics. 
you know, other dairy brands, you know, use Jungkook's milk scene for their um, own purposes, including, you know, brands like Lifeway Foods, um, which is based in France, and Indomilk of Indonesia as well. Wow. Yeah, this is the impact that BTS has on food and beverage consumption. So their Dynamite song charted number one in 100 different countries around the world as well. So what is amazing is that they're able to make dairy milk, a drink that goes back you know, millennia, be just as hip and cool as something like oat milk. So while dairy milk consumption has declined by more than 40% since 1990, uh, 1975, sales of alternative dairy, such as oat milk, have grown 345% at conventional retailers. So it makes me wonder if there's some sort of, you know, backroom agreement to promote, to promote dairy in their last two number one hot singles, or just a super good coincidence benefiting the dairy industry. Yeah, I mean, that is the power of BTS. They can make a struggling dairy product go viral just like that, you know, in the latest um, trending TikTok clip. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what food product BTS will make viral in their next hot single. So, well, Hannah, it looks like we'll have to wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. I think it went smooth like a butter. Yeah, like a criminal <laughs> undercover. Yeah. And thank you, listeners. And we'll talk to you again on the next episode of The Insatiable Appetite. <laughs>